welcome everyone to another episode of Catherine's Quarters. And I'm super excited for my guest today, Elise Scripter. I'm so excited to have you on Catherine's Quarters. And thank you so much for taking the time. Of course. I'm super excited to be joining you today. Um, since you emailed me about it, I'm, I'm like, of, of course, I want to jump, jump on this opportunity. <laughs> Well, I always have to talk to like other women who work in sports because I'm like, there's, there's enough of us to have like robust conversations. So yeah. I'm super excited to have you. You just got a new position at Norfolk State University. So I want you to tell our audience a little bit about that. And then I have a would you rather question for you. Okay. Um, well, I recently, as in at the beginning of March, uh, started as the assistant sports information director at Norfolk State University. Uh, working with their uh, athletic to program, athletic program, uh, primarily this season is with softball. But in the future, I'll be working with women's volleyball and women's basketball as well. Oh, I love that. That's going to be awesome. And I want to get into a, a little conversation about women's sports too in a little bit. But the would you rather question, would you rather play a sport with your best friend no guarantee of winning, no guarantee of losing, just regular old sports. Or would you like to beat your rival and know that you will always beat the rival every time you play? Oh, <laughs> um, as much as I love my best friends, um, she does live in, in Illinois. So I'd probably have to go with beat the rival. And a lot of that goes back to our foundation of being at ODU and those ODU VCU rivalries. Like you always want to beat VCU. Um, so even still here at Norfolk State, we've played them in, bas in baseball. And uh, unfortunately, VCU got the better end of us. But thanks. VCU is always one of those teams that you, I like to uh, beat when we have the opportunity to. Oh, of course. I mean, it's been so long <laughs> since we worked at ODU, and anytime I see VCU, I'm like, we must beat them. I don't care if it's pickleball, bowling, it doesn't matter. Exactly. I love it. Okay, so before we get to a little bit more about working at ODU and the athletic department there, I wanted to know if there has like, ever been some sort of like influential figure that kind of like sparked your passion for sports. Um. So my introduction to sports is really kind of unique, and um, I joined the college scene as a senior in high school, um, and in doing so, Carol Hudson, um, former sports information director at ODU, and uh, Rick Henn were two influential people in helping me like break into college athletics. Um, so I would say those two I owe a lot of my um, now success to as well as um, Joanne Wren. She was the athletic director at Virginia Wesleyan uh, for ever, like 18 years. She retired, and then during COVID, she came back uh, when I was there. And um, she was my work mom as a student at ODU and then was kind of my work mom again then. So I would say those three people are really the foundation of um, what got me into college athletics or just in athletics in general. I don't know the others, but C HUD, C HUD was <laughs> the absolute best. Like, still go contact as much as you possibly can after you leave because C was just that kind of person. So I love that. Um, and I'm curious because, you know, we both worked in the athletic department and you talked a little bit about C and how he kind of like helped sort of mentor you. Um, mm -hmm. how did that sort, how did that sort of mentorship that you got at Old Dominion? 
help shape like where you've gone with your career path in sports since you left there? Um, so while we were working there, uh, it was really a lot of behind the scenes uh, kind of things that we did. And I really grew to love that side of athletics, um, helping the student athletes progress, maybe not in the weight room or on the court, but um, publicity wise, um, seeing Kent Bazemore do the amazing things he's done, um, Nick Wright, Frank Cassell, all those guys from that basketball era, I've they've all gone on to do great things. Um, even some of my old high school classmates, while I didn't work with them directly, I still followed some of their careers. And um, Keith Wright went to go play overseas. He attended Harvard, um, played basketball there, helped them go uh, to the NCAA during his tenure. Um, so just kind of seeing the athletes' growth and um, being able to help them behind the scenes, uh, whether it be with their marketing um getting their names out there to the news outlets. Um, that was a big thing I did uh, with Virginia Wesleyan as well when I was there. We had that pretty successful softball team, um, some players that won three national championships, and uh, just being able to put their stories out there. Uh, that's what CHUD introduced me to, and then Eric kind of grew that. Um, and from there, it's just kind of taken off, and now – Gosh, I graduated in 14, so almost 10 years ago, uh, graduating <laughs> college and uh, just being in the industry. It's been a crazy ride, um, but I, I love every minute of it. Yeah. Well, you're doing amazing things too, which is awesome. And I love, I love seeing all of the updates whenever they come, like you getting your master's and doing all of that good stuff. But I'm, I'm a little curious too, because, you know, when we're talking about sports, like you come in as a freshman, uh, when you're mm -hmm. going to get your bachelor's or your associates or whatever, and everybody's always like sports is what I want to do. And knowing that in their mind, they think NFL, NHL, MLB, like that kind of thing. And yeah. you've done a lot with collegiate sports and you talked a lot about like helping the athletes and getting their name out there and all of that. Is that what you really love most about working in college athletics? I'd have to say that's probably top three. Yeah. Um, as a student at ODU, we had the best seats in the house. Um, still working in, in athletics now, I get to sit, sit courtside at almost every game or right behind home plate at baseball, softball. Um, I haven't had football since I left ODU, but this year, this fall coming up, I'll be up in the press box, football games, um, helping do various things, probably statistics, um, or live stats. So that'll be interesting. I'd say that was probably what really captured my interest as that senior in high school. Um, the year that I was senior in high school, we, we had... Tennessee uh, women's basketball. So Pat Summit came through and then working the various NCAA um, women's basketball regional events that we hosted, uh, Gino and the UConn women's basketball team on their 99 game win streak. I mean, those are memories that you don't forget. And I think just being able to be there and witness some of those things um, is one of the most uh, amazing things you can do or amazing opportunities you have in college athletics 
or athletics as a whole. I mean, being there for those special moments um, and watching the athletes' hard work come to fruition. Yeah, even hearing you like mention the 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 tournaments and even like Kent Bazemore and Nick, like that takes me back to the time when we used to work there and like all of the yeah. exciting like just end of game situations and just the feeling in the arena um, with, and I mean, among all of the people that worked there too, like all of us were, I, there's this great picture of you, me, C, and I think Perry and Micah are also in the photo. And it's just like, it brings back so much more because the excitement was, it was so there. It was so, oh my gosh, I love it. That was such a good time. Um, yeah. But you talked a little bit about Virginia Wesleyan and like how that sort of impacted where you've also now taken your career and you got your master's, which is amazing. Congrats on that. If I haven't already said it. <laughs> um, but so I'm curious whether like what drove you to go get your master's? Because a lot of times in sports, it's kind of one of those things where people are just like, it's who you know more than the education level. So what what really drove you to decide that you wanted to go back to school? Um. So that was that was a decision a long time in the making. Um, I had contemplated getting a master's shortly after graduating from undergrad, um, but I never really knew what I wanted to get it in. Would I did I want to get it in business because that's what I minored in at ODU, or did I want to get it in marketing or something else altogether? So I just kept kind of putting it to the wayside um, and. The year and some change uh, that I took to get my master's at Virginia Wesleyan, um, it's just all the all the opportunities clicked. Um, they had an employee benefit program where we could get a degree, um, and I took advantage of that. So I was working full time as a single SID uh, with twenty two sports, working to get my master's and trying to balance the social life with my husband and our families. And um, it was a struggle. I mean, there were a lot of days where I was just like, do I really want to go through with this? I just want to give up. Um, but I'm really glad I didn't because now I have those classes under my belt. Um, I found out that I really enjoyed finance. So I've always been good with numbers, but um, at one point in time, when I was looking for jobs after graduation, not sure what I was going to do, I was considering going into banking. Um, so having a master's in business administration, I mean, it opens up a lot of doors. You can take it into the real world or I could use it um, in athletics, either moving up the ladder to um, a director in athletic communications at a division one, maybe an athletic director um, or an associate athletic director somewhere um, or GM. I mean, there's so many doors that having that particular experience in uh, course load um, opens up. Um, yeah. That was kind of the driving force. To the why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I love that. And so I'm, I'm a little, I'm not confused. That is not the word that I was trying to, <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious just in terms of, because you mentioned that there were 22 sports that you kind of oversaw while you were at Virginia Wesleyan. How many mm -hmm. of those were women's sports? Um, hmm. I want to say we were pretty even 
there may have been 13 women's and 11, 11 men's. Um, okay. They had field hockey, which there's no men's equivalent field hockey, women's volleyball. Those were the two sports that we had on the women's side that there wasn't a men's equivalent for at that time while I was there. Um, Virginia Wesleyan did recently announce um, that they were, they're going to add men's volleyball as well as a co-ed cheer program um, to start this fall of 23-24 uh, uh, calendar year, athletic year. So um, the load of sports went from 22 to 25. Um, with the addition of the volleyball, the co-ed cheer, and esports, which is breaking out onto the scene in a lot of places. Um, it's a, an untapped market that a lot of schools are finding. Big businesses will buy in and, and um, donate to. So um, all of those, those three sports were starting to fall under the realm of athletic communications at Virginia Wesleyan. And... Um, yeah, it's it was a lot over there. Uh, definitely one of the challenging. A lot to cover. Yes, yeah, it, it was a challenging time, um, but I grew a lot from it too. I think um, both as a person, as a professional, mentally, emotionally, um, those challenges helped prepare me for a lot of different things. I think in the future that are still yet to come. So I'm forever grateful for all the all the schools that I've worked at so far. Um, so your, your time at Norfolk state, you're, you said you're going to be working a lot with the, which women's teams. So this spring I'm working with softball, um, moving into the 23, 24 season, I'll be covering women's volleyball, women's basketball, keeping softball and working with the women's bowling team next year. How exciting. So I, I want to ask a little bit about like, just women's sports in general, because there's been a lot of, I think after the the Brittany Griner situation, there's been a lot of like national media coverage and not just in the sports world about women's sports mm-hmm. and the popularity of it and all of the, you know, the challenge of getting people to really buy into it because it's not that there's less, it's less competitive. It's not that there's anything that they're doing that much differently than men's sports. It's just as right. exciting in most ways. So I'm curious if you have any any thoughts on the popularity of women's sports, especially since you work so closely with them at the collegiate level. I think that women's sports is highly underrated. Um, you A lot has, is given to the male athlete, the male um, athletic experience, both at the college level and the professional level. And um, I've seen some women's sporting events that are way more aggressive, way more entertaining to watch than a men's sporting event. And I'm like, where's the media coverage for this? Um, While working at Virginia Wesleyan, as I mentioned before, we had the national championship softball team for three years, three out of five years um, with the COVID year kind of uh, canceling one of the national championship years. So that was a big, uh, big deal for Virginia Leslie and and the coverage of that women's sports team. But after collegiate softball, there's no real professional softball uh, platform for those athletes to go to except Team USA and the Olympics, which softball has not been a part of the Olympics for several years. Um, I think they're bringing it back for the 2024 Olympics, but um, I haven't completely done all my research on that yet. Um, and then, like, women's soccer, we had 
uh, Virginia Wesleyan's women's soccer went to the NCAA Final Four for um, Division Three last this past year. And um, again, the the media came out of the woodworks for that. But then afterwards, for women's basketball or swimming or indoor track and field, you don't see that coverage for those sports. I mean, it's it's really whoever's hot at that time, at that moment, gets the coverage. Um, and in a market like Hampton Roads, where we have so many different schools, you've got Virginia Wesleyan, you've got Norfolk State, ODU, Hampton, CNU, William & Mary, and then the other big schools in the state of Virginia, there's a lot of um, people fighting for that media attention. And unfortunately, you see a lot of those male sports get that recognition. Although, uh, congratulations to the Hokies who are going to the, the women's Hokies basketball team, uh, Final Four at a Division One NCAA tournament. So that's exciting for the state of Virginia. The successes that these athletes have don't go noticed um, yeah and it really kind of i don't know strikes a nerve sometimes um just being a woman and, and seeing that their athleticism and their skill not get the same shine that a male's would yeah super frustrating especially when you have experienced like the excitement of it at college mm -hmm. games at professional games like, you there is the same level of excitement if you covered it the same way that you cover the NBA or, you know, like the, the men's NCAA. And, you know, I think it's getting better, but. It is. Know. It's getting there. Yeah. There's a long way to go. But I think what happened last year with the weight room situation, or maybe it was a few years ago, um, the men's weight room looked like a Power 5 school weight room, but the women had a hotel weight room um i think that opened the eyes of a lot of people um i think this year being the 50th or 50th year of title nine um and a lot of schools celebrating that um has brought a lot of attention to women's sports and the equality that schools are offering female athletes um as opposed to their male athletes and um I think it's just as important to cater to them as you do the guys. Absolutely. Especially if they're, you know, bringing entertainment <laughs> to the people. And that is what we're, sports generally does, bring people yes. entertainment. So, um, well, we did talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament. I assume that you are cheering for the Hokies, yes? I am. I mean, so I'm a little torn here. Um, Norfolk State Women's Basketball, they won the MEAC this year. And they got number one South Carolina in the opening round, which is a Goliath of an opponent to pull. Um, so the ladies went down to Columbia and they battled hard. I mean, Dawn Staley, uh, she um, gave such high praises to the Spartans after that game. Um, and there was a clip going around where she said that Norfolk State was not a 16 seed. Um, and I think her saying that and then her going in after the game, um, after the Spartans had their post-game um, team meeting, she came in and gave the girls words of encouragement and just said to 
keep fighting the fight. Like you will get there. Um, and that was really just kind of amazing that you have South Carolina, number one school in the country, uh, head coach come in and say those kind words and that those motivational words. So I'm kind of split between the Hokies um, being from Virginia or the Gamecocks and, you know, you always want to lose to the national champion type thing is how I've always had, is the mindset I've always had. So like if we get kicked out in any round of the NCAA tournament, I want that person that beat us to win it all. Of course. I, I, I would agree. I'm like, if you're going to beat my squad, then you got to go win the whole thing. Exactly. But that's amazing, though, because getting praise like that, especially from someone like Dawn, who has been in the news a lot because of yeah. the, the amazing job that she's done, um, it's got to feel really good for, for the team to get that kind of like praise, both publicly and in you know, whatever private way that she decided to show that. So that's fantastic yeah. for the yeah. the Spartans women's team. I love that. Yeah. So I, I've taken up a lot of your time, but I appreciate you so much. But I have one more question. Okay. Um, I want you to tell me what you're most excited about in your new position. You have lots going on, but I want to know what you're most excited about. Um. So the last six or seven years I've been at division two, II, division three schools. And um, while I've loved my experiences there, just being back at a division one, I, I mean, I started my career in college athletics at Old Dominion across town and working with division one athletes. Um, I'm not knocking any of the, the other divisions because I would say there are some D three athletes that could compete with any of these D one athletes on the court or, out on the fields, um, but there's a different amount of resources that different divisions have, and um, just being with the group of people that are here at Norfolk State, I mean, I'm a month old, is what I told someone earlier today, um, where I am just wrapping up my first month um, full-time on the job, and we're still like feeling each other out, learning everyone's quirks. But the group here, I mean, I could sing praises about. They're great people. And um, I'm just excited for the opportunities that being back at a Division One school um, will offer. Um, national championships uh, at where you're facing South Carolina. or There was at one point talks that the women would go play Virginia Tech. So seeing both of those teams in the final four. Um, but there's also more opportunities to travel with the teams, which is something that I didn't get a lot of chances to do working at um, those other schools, division two and division three, because um, the staffing is just not quite there. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, being here in Oklahoma State also allows me more time um, to kind of have a work-life balance, which is something I haven't had uh, a lot of in recent years. Um, I have more time to spend during the week or on the weekends with my husband and our families and um, just doing some of the things that we love to do, camping, kayaking, whatever. Puzzles. <laughs> Puzzles is one of my favorite things to do because we're staring at computer screens all day. So um, just something to take my eyes off of that and let my brain do uh, other other things. So. Yeah. 
Well, work-life balance is absolutely important. So I'm excited that you're going to get that because everyone deserves work-life balance. Yes. We're going to do this again in a year after you, you're more than a month old. And we'll <laughs> see how you're faring and how much more excitement you've got to, gotten to experience. But good. I love, I'm so glad to hear how well you're doing. And I'm so excited for what the next year has for you in store. And obviously the coming years. But you thank you. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> much. Time. This was so fun. And I got to learn a lot more than I actually was anticipating I would learn. Um, just <laughs> You know, I haven't worked in college sports since ODU. So this was... I didn't realize that. I you were working in sports somewhere, but I wasn't sure exactly what you're... Uh, it, it's going it, to... That's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to catch up on that one then. Yeah, well, you and I will catch up offline on that one. I'll, I'll bring myself down to Norfolk and we can do that. Sounds um, good. But thank you to the entire Catherine's Quarters audience. Thank you to you, Elise. I so appreciate you being here. Yeah. And I will check all of you out for the next episode of Catherine's Quarters in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for joining. And thank you again, Elise. You're the best. You're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity.